Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. I know, see, and this is when the world ends. You got police sirens, you got EMS sirens and ambulances going, ooh, fire department. It's getting spicy, kids. They're not coming for us, though, not yet. So there's that. Uh, Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldia, and uh, it is my pleasure to welcome you to today's program, as always. Um, we really tried last week. I was here in studio. I was set up. There was a lot to talk about because uh, the new CPI numbers had just hit, uh, the, the inflation numbers. And uh, as the kids like to say, they wasn't purdy. Uh, there was a lot to talk about. Unfortunately, uh, there was a glitch with uh, the program that we used to record the program. Uh, we couldn't log on. We couldn't do anything. So we played a recording. Uh, it was probably American prophetic enough because, you know, everything we say uh, at some point is American prophetic. Um, but we're here today. And today, uh, just for the sake of, uh, you know, clarity is uh, February the 17th, the year of our Lord. 2022. This is a recording, but we're recording it fresh. I mean, we are within a couple of hours of airing. Uh, We're recording this because I have to pick my little brother up from the airport uh, in a couple of hours. Uh, And um, well, it's doing it live has its own perils. Uh, At one point, they were digging up the street next to us. Uh, At another point, there was no internet access. So we try to record the day of or the day before. Uh, well, more police going by, so something must have happened. Uh, but things are happening everywhere, aren't they? Uh, it's it's not just here in uh, dreary old uh, Watertown, Wisconsin, uh, even though as uh, the sign so proudly states, uh, as you enter town, opportunity runs through it. Uh, Most people have now realized that opportunity runs through it and keeps on going. Uh, But it is what it is. This is the Mecca where we have landed and we make the best of it because um, it's what we do. So again, uh, welcome to a brand new program. Lots to talk about, lots to discuss. Uh, Contrary to Mr. Robinette's Biden declaration, Uh, Ukraine was not invaded by the Russians yesterday. Uh, They're trying to wag the dog on that one still. uh, There still may be uh, some fireworks. And uh, the question that you have to ask yourself as an astute individual is why does uh, this administration and this American president want to create a scuffle a fight uh, between uh, Russia and Ukraine so much. I have my theories uh, because if you're looking at this country subjectively, 
or objectively. It doesn't matter which way you look at it unless you are completely blind, blind and to- tone deaf. Uh, things are not looking good. Uh, from the economy to just people's moods, man. People have gotten angrier with each passing day. And it's only going to, this, this, this animosity and anger and, and uh, just short fuse will only continue to amplify as things get worse, as people have less, as the middle class is whittled down to almost nothing. So... Uh, Yeah, angry people are becoming more common. Uh, You you start to notice it everywhere. And uh, it's now apparently the angry people are angry that you're not angry. So if you're walking around uh, with a smile on your face, uh, they'll they'll, they'll give you that dirty look like, what are you smiling about? Why aren't you angry like me? Because I'm not. Because I understand the time and the season that I'm living in. Because my hope is tethered. Uh, in something other than the things of this earth, and because the things that bring me joy on a daily basis, uh, which are my wife and my kids, uh, healthy, happy, uh, and that's all that really matters to me. So uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, 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 um, Canada, let's start there. You know what? If you If you happen to live in Canada and you listen to this program, or you happen to be a trucker, God bless you. Uh, The Canadian government, it seems, has just turned full tyrant, because um, even though places like Austria are scrapping their mandates altogether because they realized that they pushed a bit too far, or they're seeing what's happening in Canada, and they don't want that to happen in their country, uh, it, it seems that uh, Twinkle Toes over there in Canada, uh, their prime minister is doubling down. Uh, and, and, and the thing that he doesn't seem to understand, the thing that none of these politicians, these worthless people uh, who, who could go into the earth today and no one other than their immediate family would miss, uh, what, what these people don't seem to understand is that they're not fighting against uh, I, I, YouTubers. They're not fighting against uh, women who make doilies at home. They're not fighting against people who, uh, I don't know, make Marshall's art. Uh, they've gone to war against the thing that keeps the economy going. They've gone to war against... Um, the blood flow of a nation. So um, we all know what happens when you get clogged arteries. Uh, I'm sure I have them, uh, given my diet and my propensity for gas station grilled cheeses. But when when arteries get overly clogged, uh, the heart has difficulty pumping, and the more clogged they get, the harder it gets for the heart to pump, and all of a sudden, truckers, the world over. It doesn't matter what country. Those those people that you look at, you know, and and they're a little dirty, and they're wearing the overalls, and they got red eyes because they've been driving through the night. 
the guys you run into at uh, the overpasses, the gas stations, uh, the truck stops, those people are what keep the heart of a nation pumping. They are the blood flowing through the arteries. Whatever it is that you need from apparently the ever-popular toilet paper to rice and beans to dish detergent, a trucker delivered it to the store that you bought it from. And rather than come to the table, rather than make concessions, because they're not asking for much, these people aren't asking for pay raises, they're not asking not to pay taxes, they just say, hey, do away with the lunacy, do away with the mandates. So rather than come to the table, the Canadian government decided that they would use the iron fist. So uh, they've started sending out the names of truckers in protests to financial institutions and freezing their accounts. Uh, I read of a story where uh, the police issued a warning to the truckers that if they happen to get arrested and they have their pets with them, their pets would be taken to a shelter, and if they're not claimed within eight days, their pets would be uh, euthanized. So the Canadian government, led by perhaps the most incompetent person to ever have a leadership role anywhere in the world, next to Mr. Robinette Biden, has declared that they will kill the truckers' pets, arrest them, and freeze their accounts. Great. Super. Do that. Do you think that will compel the truckers to get back into their rigs and drive again? Do you think that will compel the truckers to, to start working again? Do you think it will compel the blood to flow through the arteries of Canada like maple syrup, and deliver goods to stores, I have a feeling that the truckers will outlast the government in this instance. Yes, they will suffer, but they've purposed in their hearts to see this through. And once there's no food in stores, once people go shopping and there's nothing there, once McDonald's isn't getting its, uh, you know, mouse burgers in, the people will start to have words with the government. Look, right now, the Trudeau government is in a no-win situation, but they're doubling down because they are a cornered rat, and that's what a cornered rat knows how to do is strike back, strike out. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about the implications of what's happening in Canada and how smart politicians, uh, i.e. the Austrian government, went, uh-oh, uh, these people, they will not subject themselves to our whims. These people will not do as they are told. And again, these are not inconsequential members of society. I understand 
that movie stars and pop singers and politicians look down on the truckers and the people that, that make the machine work every single day. They do so because they've never been without truckers, because they've never been without sanitation workers, because they've never been without garbage men. See, I think part of the reason the Canadian government is, is, is trying so hard to stifle this is because they're afraid. Somebody whispered into this pompous ass's ear and said, look, we can't not have truckers delivering food. We can't not have truckers delivering medicine. We can't not have truckers doing the thing that truckers do every single day. And so rather than say, all right, let me back off. Let, let, let me, you know, just tap the brakes a little bit. They decided to go the other way. They're going to use force and intimidation and confiscate people's money. Money that they pay taxes on, money that is rightfully in their bank accounts. Do you understand the madness of this? Tell me, other than the language... Other than the fact that Canadians speak French and English and the Chinese speak Chinese, how at this juncture is the government of Canada any different than the government of China? When you can actually take people's hard-earned money from their bank, when you can block their bank accounts. Look, right now, I think there should be a run on the banks in Canada. Every single person that, that has liquid cash should pull it all out, close out their accounts. And then the banks will start going, what are you doing? Do you understand that they're in a no-win situation here? But they're still doubling down because they got a taste of power and power tastes good. And when you can lord over people and command them to do whatever they want or whatever you want, it's, a, it's an aphrodisiac. I know, it's a big word. Pardon me for using big words. But it's an aphrodisiac. And they don't want to let that go. Now, pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. And we'll go into this, plus other things, because I do have a poem to pick. With uh, certain prophetic figures uh, in these United States that were prophesying that indeed, indeed, you shall see, I saith unto thee. Because, again, if you want to make uh, prophetic utterances more prophetic, you switch to the King James vernacular. So uh, you, you, you throw a lot of seeth and thoueth and shalleth. No, not shalleth, shalleth is not a word. But you get the meaning. Now, back during the good old days of the mean orange man, there were prophetic voices in these United States that said, Thou shalt seest how this man is intertwined with Russia. Now, granted, they said that he was going to get kicked out of office 
uh, due to proof of Russian collusion. That didn't happen, but they still went on. Well, just just because it didn't happen doesn't mean it wasn't true. Well, looky, looky. Apparently, uh, new findings uh, have proven that the words of the mean orange man that everyone thought were lunacy, i.e. the fact that he was being spied upon, uh, turned out to be true. (gasps) I know. So to me, it's not so much that Donald Trump was right, and yes, he was being spied on by the Clinton campaign with the aid of the Obama administration, and even while in office, he was being spied upon, which technically... I, you know what, I, I don't want to put a label on it, but if you want to go literal definition route, that's kind of uh, mm, treason. You can even call it an insurrection. When people within government are working against the elected leaders of said government, you tell me what it means. But again, my issue is not with the godless and the things they do. My issue is with the quote-unquote prophetic voices of America. Because although I believe in prophecy, I believe prophecy has been abused. It has been abused to a point in this country that people don't believe in true prophecy anymore. They're just, nope, I'm going to wash my hands of this. Uh, I, I just don't want to listen. And, and God is still warning his people, and people are rejecting true, viable warnings from God because the scam artists came out and spoke what the Lord did not speak. So, again, I'm waiting for an apology, a retraction, a mea culpa, if you will, from those voices that said, it's going to be proven. I say it unto thee, it's going to be proven that Donald the Trump colluded with the Russians. Well, apparently, farce. It was all a giant lie, and three years of that administration was under the cloud of Russian collusion, something wholly fabricated by Hillary Clinton's campaign. So, again... Prophetic voices, come on out of the shadows. I I had to get that out because I had to. Look, I don't care what side you're on. I don't care pro, against, vote for whom, whatever. But if you start throwing the Lord in the mix and you start speaking on behalf of the Lord, I don't care who you are. I don't care if I know you. I don't care if I've met you. I'm going to call you out. If it's your opinion... State it thusly. State it clearly. State it unequivocally. Don't throw a thus says the Lord label on there. And and, and when you come out with egg on your face, maybe I misheard. You didn't hear anything. The only thing you heard was your tummy going, that's it. This is why, again, I... Sometimes I wonder if we're too far gone that I'm just wasting my time here. Are, are we too far gone that I'm taking an hour out of my busy week 
And instead of, I don't know, seeing what, what's residing in my navel, I, I come on here and, and try to make sense of things. Look, people, and again, I, it's, 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 maybe, maybe it's because they grew up in America. Maybe it's because they've never experienced true revelation. I don't know what the explanation is, but they take the whole idea of God speaking to someone very lightly. Look, if there's even an ounce of doubt, confirm and reconfirm. Be Gideon. Pestering God until he's proven himself so often that, that you have no choice but to say what he told you to say. We're playing with fire. Not understanding that fire burns. We're speaking on behalf of God. We're speaking on behalf of the Lord. We're saying, thus says the Lord when he didn't, not realizing the penalty for that. See, what you will have to answer to God for is something different than what I'm asking. I'm asking you to, to come out and say, I was wrong. I didn't hear from God. There was no Russian collusion, even though I said, thus saith. So you marred a man for four years, accusing him of being a traitor to his own country, talking down to anyone that said, ah, this looks hinky, sounds a little fishy. No, 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 I heard it from, from on high, on high, I was told from on high, thusly, thusly, thusly. Verily, verily, twice verily, I sayeth unto thee, Russian collusion is a go. Apparently not. See, these are things that annoy me. Because I know the standard to which I hold myself. I know the standard to which my grandfather held himself. I don't count myself a prophet. My grandfather never counted himself a prophet, although I believe he was. Yes, I've received dreams. I've made them public. But after confirming and reconfirming that not only were they of divine origin, but that I was supposed to release them. I, I have a notebook of things that, that, that I've been shown that I haven't received freedom to talk about, and so I won't. But in broad strokes, the things that I've been seeing aren't rainbows and unicorns. And perhaps they were meant just for my edification. But if I were to share them with you, it would only serve to scare you. And that's not the purpose of prophecy. That's not the purpose of revelation. The purpose of the things God shows you is not for you to be scared or to scare others with. Or to use as a cudgel or leverage to get something from them. Hey, the Lord showed me famine was coming. Would you like to buy a bucket of gruel for ninety-nine ninety-nine? That's not the way it works. I, I, I'm just fed up. I don't... Anyway, all right, back to the Canadians. You know what? They, they've got, I guess, stiffer spines than Americans do. At least the truckers. 
Because we've gone along with this nonsense for, what, two years. And if these people had their way, it would never stop. You got, you got that little rat thing going, oh, there's no magic number of cases for the pandemic to end. It's never going to end. I'm always going to be on TV. I know that's not what he sounds like. I can't do a New York accent. I was in New York once, and I got food poisoning. So not happy memories. I don't know why people still live there, to be honest with you. But that notwithstanding... Canadian banks will receive the names of people involved in freedom convoy protests that have descended on the nation's capital. A first step in a promised financial crackdown on the demonstrators being instituted by the government of Justin Trudeau. Now, this is, this, this is another thing that I saw that you need to understand because right now everybody that wants the freedom afforded to them by the constitution of their nation gets lumped together to either being a Nazi, a white supremacist, or a Trump supporter. Canada's justice minister said Trump supporters ought to be worried about frozen bank accounts. Excuse you? Say what? Why exactly should Trump supporters be worried about their bank accounts? This, this is the justice minister. No irony intended. This is the justice minister. And he said that being pro-Trump is the factor that will decide if your bank account is seized under their emergency orders. Let that sink in. These people have not broken the law. They are peacefully protesting. And their government is threatening to seize their bank accounts and murder their pets and arrest them. Let that sink in. These are people who will not relent. These are people who will not let go of the power they've amassed easily. But if one thing can do it, it's the outrage of a nation against them. Because rather than come to the table and have a conversation with the people that are responsible for delivering everything in a nation, they've decided to demonize and criminalize them. Again, will that make them go back to work? Will that make them start driving their trucks again? We're coming very close to a let them eat cake moment. And the reason being is that all of these politicians and all of these pampered people don't understand the way the world works. They don't understand what it is to, to, to put in an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. Pork chops come that way. Nobody has to raise a pig and cut. I know, I know. See, there you go. How dare you eat pork? Because it's delicious. Can we get beyond that, please? Bacon is yummy. I understand. If you put it in Coca-Cola, there may be worms or something. I don't know. There's a lot of people that try to get me off bacon. I tried the turkey bacon. 
It's like eating tofu. It just doesn't do it for me, but back on track here. These are people who don't know how the world works. They believe that by simply proclaiming something, it shall be thus. Same problem you have with American politicians is the same problem you have with Canadian politicians. And again, my big, big, big surprise is that the Austrians are looking at what's happening in Canada and, and in the U.S. and in other nations and going, uh, we'd, we'd better back off before it gets ugly here. They're reading the tea leaves. Do you think that all of these mandates are suddenly going away because they really want to give up power? No. They realize that an uprising of the average citizen, the unwashed trucker, the guy who picks up your garbage and everything else, there's more of them than there are politicians. But see, there's something more to this. And it's something that we have to grapple with even here. Because although they might not try it now, look, it will be tried in America too. And the thing that we have to grapple with and the thing that hurts, because my family came to this country under the auspices of freedom. I go to work, I pay my taxes, you leave me alone. That was the agreed-upon contract. And what a lot of people in Canada and in America are are grappling with right now is the reality that freedom is an illusion. That even the most sissified, effeminate prime ministers can become tyrants overnight when their control is challenged. Because right now, the Canadian police are are, are getting ready to disperse the crowds. They've told people they were going to murder their pets. And so far, it's still peaceful. But for how much longer? Because I, I know a guy who used to be a trucker. Um, look, it's a lonely life. You're on the road most days. You've got no one to talk to, especially if, if a spouse isn't riding with you. And he had this, this ugly little dog that he treated better than most parents treat their kids. Every truck stop, he'd put it on a leash, he'd take it for a walk, he'd feed it the, 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 the best Purina chow that money could buy. Because it was like his baby, it was the one thing that broke the monotony. It, it was the one interaction that he could count on every single day. Because even though... Everything else changed from the truck stops to the states to the cities. That, that dog of his was permanence. 
and I know there's a lot of truckers that travel with their pets. I know how they feel about them. What do you think is going to happen when <laughs> they, they start euthanizing those pets? For no other reason than because Justin Trudeau didn't get his way. Hmm? Just a thought. They are sending names to banks to freeze accounts. They've actually instituted the Emergencies Act. And the truckers don't seem like they're backing down. How can you force someone to go back to work? We're having the same problem in America, aren't we? People got used to being lazy. People got used to staying at home. People got used to doing nothing. And now, you have to offer them a Mercedes and $100,000 a day just to get them to put on a fresh pair of underwear and go apply for a job. Every place I walk into, $400 signing bonus, $1,000 signing bonus, Bonus. Refer a qualified driver, $7,500 signing bonus. That means the driver gets 7500 bucks, and that's truckers, and the person who referred them gets 7500 bucks. That's how hard up they are for truckers. You know what? Never saw, hey, we're looking for a lesbian studies professor, $1,000 signing bonus. See, this is, we needed this. This is, a, this is the kind of thing we need to clarify something once and for all. All the pretentious careers that look their noses down on the basic human beings that drive trucks, that, that cook in restaurants, that pick up garbage. They are useless when it comes to survival. Nobody is offering signing bonuses for lesbian studies professors. In fact, they're probably working the cash register at McDonald's. All these foo-foo things that we've invented that have no meaning are going to go away because it's going to become about survival in the world again. It's not about luxuries. It's going to become about survival. And guess what, buttercup? When it's about survival, I'd rather have someone who knows how to butcher a cow than who studied the, you know, lesbian history of the pygmy tribes. You are irrelevant. You have chosen an irrelevant career path. There's an article I read a few days ago, and I don't know if anyone's ever read the book, Atlas Shrugged, by Ayn Rand. It's, it's, it's a thick book, but I'm a reader, and I read it a long time ago. Real eye-opening. This is the quintessential example of Atlas shrugging in Canada. 
the people that carry the world on their shoulders, the people that have the thankless jobs, like, like truck driver, like butcher, the people who go unnoticed by high society and the affluence, once these people shrug, the entire world of all the elites craters. We needed this to make them understand whose shoulders the world rests on. So again, if you live in Canada, if you're a trucker, God bless you. This needed to happen. And it couldn't have come too soon. Now, I, again, the American prophetic. Remember when I told you that gas prices were going to just get to nosebleed levels? We're not there yet, but hey, it's not summer yet. Russians have not exacerbated conflict, even though Mr. Robinette Biden really, really wants one, apparently. I wonder why. Because if the Russians start a conflict in Ukraine, that's going to be the news cycle 24 hours a day, seven days a week. One Ukrainian cuts a loud fart in the bush, that's it. World War III is upon us. Because they're trying to take away from the reality of what's happening in this country. California gas prices soared to record high at 4.72 a gallon and may increase. One of the most vitriolic replies I've ever gotten to, to this program was one where I said something about chicken at $200 a pound and gas at 7.50 a gallon. Oh, I, I, I got tore up and down on that one. It's never going to happen. They're not going to let it get out of hand like this. Uh, remember we talked about wholesaler uh, prices and how the wholesale price increasing? Uh, yeah, they've gone up again. So just letting you know. Again, American Prophetic. California gas prices soared to record high and may increase. They saw gas prices soar to 4.72 a gallon Wednesday, even as President Joe Biden vowed to keep working to cut the price of gasoline. Uh, we had one silver bullet when it came to the price of gasoline, and that was tapping into our reserves. Uh, we tapped into our reserves. The prices are still going up. Experts claim $5 a gallon could be normal price for the state in the near future. How about 7 American prophetic. Somebody should tag this. How about 7 This isn't just an issue for West Coasters. Some of the factors behind the record prices, particularly those related to the switch to renewable fuels, could affect U.S. gas costs nationally for the next few years. Yes, that's the problem. It's not the fact that the first thing that this incompetent buffoon did when he came into office was shut down the pipeline. No, no, no. 
It's about switching to renewable fuels. The U.S. national average is currently 3.51 a gallon. Prices in California have long been among the highest, but they've soared in recent years in part because of changes at some West Coast refineries. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you for massaging the message, creating a narrative. It's not the administration's fault. It's not about inflation. It's not about the fact that the value of your dollar continues to decrease every single day. Nay, nay. It's about refineries. Now, being one who's ahead of the curve and brave in all things, Mr. Robinette Biden promised to work like the devil to bring down gas prices after his strategic oil reserve release failed. Well, if anyone would know how hard the devil works, but that's neither here nor there. Ask Hillary Clinton. I had to. I'm sorry. I know. It was an easy layup. What can I do? So, here we are. The Canadians are about to manhandle their citizens into submission, not realizing that even if they get their way and the truckers disperse, if they don't go back to work within the week, you're going to have a lot of hurting people in Canada. There's that old saying, farmers grow it and truckers move it. Well, if farmers grow it and truckers aren't moving it, what happens? Huh? Exactly. Now, uh, <laughs> Madham uh, Rodham Clinton uh, pantsuit Barbie herself uh, apparently came out of the mothballs and, you know, the crypt she resides in after supping on the blood of the innocent to keep her youth. Uh, she came out and said last week's court filings by special counsel John Durham calling, uh, said they're just, it's a fake scandal. Even though there's evidence, it's a fake scandal. At one point, does the average American citizen get fed up with certain people being above the law? At what point does the average American citizen get fed up with the idea that the law applies to them but not to the elites? Because right now, there are a lot of states, and I look, I understand that most people have a short attention span. I understand that most people go through life waiting to die. But if you get suckered into voting for the same people that took away two years of your life with nonsense... If you get suckered into voting for them again just because they're lifting the mandates, you think they're lifting the mandates because they want to? Again, they're doing exactly what the Austrian government is doing. They're reading the tea leaves and going, uh-oh, we're in trouble, midterm's coming. 
Here's another American prophetic for you. Somebody timestamp this. If the same people who are currently in power get voted in again, they will reinstate mask mandates within 24 hours of their election. It doesn't matter what COVID's doing. It doesn't matter that it's gone. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's about obedience. Obey, peasant. Put on your face diaper and shut up. So if the general populace is tricked into voting for these morons again, they will go back to doing exactly what they were doing before the elections. Right now, they're scrambling. They're going, "Uh uh-oh, we're going to lose. Because for two years, we've kept people in such fear that they're just, they've lost themselves. You understand that there's something that happens to the human psyche when it's in a constant state of fear, when it's in a constant state of terror. This is what has become of of this entire nation. Now, certain places like Florida, like Texas, they're like, ugh, you know. But man, there, there are states that are still double masking. There are parents who are proudly putting it on Facebook that they just vaccinated their six-year-olds. Even though their kid's more likely to drown in a pool than die from COVID. But hey, that doesn't matter. Il dottore Fauci said, do it because I own Pfizer stock. Oh, by the way, did you hear what the guy from Moderna did? Hold on, let me sip from my previously hot beverage. So the CEO of Moderna, the other vaccine, uh, sold a billion dollar in stock, turned off his Twitter and disappeared. Uh, Things are beginning to to come to light regarding uh, the magic jabs. And they're not very flattering. Uh, Look, I, I, I wish I could sit here and say, oh, rising phoenix time. You know, when you're at the bottom of the well, the only place to look is up. Uh, Unless there's people at the top shoveling dirt on top of your head. So, uh, unfortunately, we have not reached bottom. And we've decided that instead of trying to claw our way back up to normal, we're just going to keep on digging. So... Again, take this as you will, grain of salt or not, but if the trucker protests extend to the U.S., it would probably be good of you to have a few days of food stored up. Uh, Because if the trucks aren't delivering, the stores aren't selling. It doesn't matter how much money you have to offer. So... Grab some basics, you know, beans and rice and whatnot. Apparently, you can't grab meat anymore because it's under lock and key. Have you seen those pictures? I think it was at a Walmart or something, like a steak that that was put in like a metal cage because apparently there were so many meat thefts. That's sad. That's 
sad that in a country like America, we, we've come to this. And we talked about this some time ago, and it's, it's starting to become a reality. We haven't seen the peak yet. But the transition from crimes of opportunity to crimes of necessity, it's coming. And pretty soon, going to the grocery store and making it home in one piece with your groceries intact uh, is going to be considered a win in some places. This is what rebellion gets you as a nation, as a people. When you rebel against God, this is what it gets you. And even as we continue to descend, we will continue to be stiff-necked. Even as we continue to digress, we will double our efforts to reject God and embrace evil. This is the reality of where we are. I wish I could sugarcoat it. I wish I could say it's not so. But rebellion has brought us to this place. Sin and disobedience have brought us to this place. The rejection of what is good and noble has brought us to this place. The embrace of perversion and hedonism have brought us to this place. And I'm not talking about the world, I'm talking about the church. It's always about the church. When you reject righteousness and embrace sin, the outcome is a foregone conclusion. And the only way out, the only remedy is something that the church still refuses to listen or hear or even consider. And that is repentance. Look, I could say, no, I can't, because it's not. I'm sorry, it's not. There will not be national repentance, okay? I can sit here and be coy and say, I hope and I pray, but there won't. Because the church isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing. How can the godless know to repent when, when, when the people purporting to be the ambassadors of righteousness don't know what the word repentance means? So stop with the, with the, with the rising phoenix. Oh, we're all going to band together and, and, and in sackcloth and ash repent as a nation. No, we won't. The evil will persist in their evil. They will begin to persecute the righteous. And the righteous will grow ever stronger in their faith because they knew what they expect. They knew what was coming. They read the word. They listened to those who said things to them that made them feel uncomfortable but were otherwise true. Understand that I have the aptitude 
to have a far bigger audience. And the only thing I had to do was soften blows and, and, and pamper you. But see, my understanding of who God is will not allow me to do that. My understanding of His righteousness and justice will not allow me to do that. I will tell you the truth. Even if one person listens to me, and I know one still is because I still get weird gifts. I don't know, coffee mugs and all kinds of weird stuff. Thank you for them, by the way. It wasn't even a coffee mug. It was one of those things that keeps a, a coffee thermos. I got two coffee thermoses, two coffee thermi, as it were. Because I don't, I, I don't care to increase my audience. I care to tell you the truth. And at some point, it will just be for posterity. No, I'm not going to be one of those, I told you so. But there has to be a record that someone did speak the truth. There has to be a record that the truth still had a heartbeat. That it was not altogether extinguished, that not everyone bowed a knee. And I'm not saying I'm the only one, because then, then I'd go the Elijah route. Oh, Lord, here am I alone and by myself. No. There are others. God still has servants who speak the truth. But they're not polished, and they don't have coiffed hair, or at least most of them don't. I have no hair at all, so, yay. But they're not what you would consider as marketable. And nowadays, everything is about marketability. At least to those who are looking to make a profit off you. So, since we're coming to the end of this hour, it was good to be with you again. Hopefully next week there will be no issues and we will be with you again who knows what will happen by next week i mean kamala harris is going to the ukraine she speaks french she may speak ukrainian too so that'll turn into an entire cluster but until then uh my message to the nouveau prophets of america if you prophesy that there was russian collusion apologize say you were wrong if not, Daddy going to keep coming after you. And believe me, I'm good at it. I just choose not to. Anyway, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Gino, if you've got anything to say, it's all yours. All right. Thank you, Mike. Uh, you know, it's, uh, Ezekiel 33, Watchman has to be on the wall and warn. And, and each show that Mike's been sharing has been warning and has been advocating for people to wake up. You know, we're at a point now, if gas gets to be seven a gallon and utility bills go up, it seems like everything's going up. It's going to be a major economic storm. And as Mike said today, it would be smart to store things up. We really need the mind of Christ. 
We really need to heed the warnings of God. We need to be very, very open to the direction of God, staying faith to the Lord, and doing his will. Time, you know, you read the book of Revelation. It's going to get so, so much worse. But would not God prepare us to have faith now, trust him now, put our hope in him now? We're not people of doubt. We're people of faith. And when things really press down on the church, it's probably going to do one major thing. That's clean up the church, cause the church to really wake up, not be sleeping or slumbering, but totally at the mercy and at the point of being at the feet of God, wanting his perfect will, hear his voice, follow his direction. So we thank you all for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast and uh, pray that it's a blessing for you. Let others know about the broadcast. And uh, as Mike said, there's always plenty to share each week. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all the